And <laughs> then we're going to go into the number one fantasy. All right, guys, welcome back to another week of the podcast with Sex with Mark and Kat. So for those that don't know, I'm Marcus Wolf, an international sex coach, and I'm here with Kat. Uh, I am Katia Cortez, an international independent escort. Amazing. So I'm glad you guys are joining us again. Um, last week, we had our first uh, episode, which was a lot of fun. We spoke about virginity, really, for the first part of it, losing our virginity, Kat's experience as a sex worker. We dived into a few different topics. So it was a lot of fun. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to go have a look at it. But this week, I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too. Me We're too. going to be, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll talk about your week. You had a bit of an interesting week. And <laughs> then we're going to go into the number one fantasy that men and women have around the world. So we're going to talk about gangbangs, threesomes, group sex. And then we got a question from one of the viewers about how to make sex a little bit more exciting for someone that you've been seeing for a while. We'll go into a few other things, but let's start it off, Kat. Tell me about your week. Oh, the week that was. I had a very interesting week. This, stop looking at me. Like <laughs> no, like what? Yeah, I'm, I'm no, interested no, yeah, to hear. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I officially made like technically my first pornos this week. Congratulations. Yeah, five of them. Okay, I know. It was five? A, yeah, it was a busy week. Okay, I did not know there was five. <laughs> that's uh, yep. that's impressive. This is with one person, I assume. Uh, no, two. Oh, <laughs> yeah. damn. Okay. You, okay. Yeah, so you had a more busy week. Than I expected. had a very busy week. Yeah. Uh, on top of, yeah, on top of normal work as well. Yeah, so that's. Started doing that because apparently I don't have enough jobs at the moment. I, I think I, I, yeah, apparently I didn't have enough to do. Okay, so to be clear, this is for your OnlyFans yeah, content. Yeah, so yeah, for, for its OnlyFans content. So I use the word porn loosely. I mean, technically it's still porn sex tapes, right? Yeah, it is. It counts. It's porn. It's, it's yeah, porn. Yeah. OnlyFans is just still independent. porn. independent. You're doing yeah, your own shit. In, exactly. Yeah. Independent porn. Uh, yeah, so that that was pretty fun. Um, that was my yeah my. I mean, I had made sex tapes in the past, but like that was just like home videos with guys that weren't. So creators. it wasn't work, let's say. No, it was. So I I made one sex video for when I was doing OnlyFans for a little bit last year, like mm. a month maybe, mm. and I made like one video with like this guy I was seeing at the time, but like it was <laughs> really. It was, it was a real, bad. Yeah, so it was, was, say it was bad. I wouldn't call it a sex tape. I would just call it a home video. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I guess what my question is, because I've done a little bit of these uh, recordings before, right? For the, for the sex product that I released. But what I'm curious about is, did it feel like work? Were you in your head in a workspace? Or were you just fucking having a lot of fun and it was being recorded? Where were you at? You know, it's funny. Someone asked me that exact same question and I was like, you have to wait till the podcast because I'm sure <laughs> that that's going to come up. Yeah, no, it's when you make porn, it's, I think it's a common misconception that it's very much like real sex, but it's, I assure you, it's a lot more comical than okay. anything. You kind of sit down and you kind of plan out positions and things that you're going to do. And there's a lot of lighting and there's a lot of, mm. and it's, it's very unnatural. So porn, I think you might've, I don't know if you mentioned this last week on the podcast or if you just mentioned it to me separately. We were talk, I think actually, no, it was last week. You were talking about how people will mimic porn and they mm. do the positions, but those positions are made for porn. So they're made to, you're yep. really, everything you're doing feels very unnatural, but you're doing it so that it looks good on the camera. Mm. 
yeah, so that's really what you think about. You're like, oh, I've got to suck in my stomach, got to arch my back out. But you know, it that's was a cool. lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, both the guys I worked with, they were really cool. Um, yeah, so well, one of them we're getting on the show next week. So yeah. oh, fuck yeah! All right, we'll chat to him about that as well. Yeah, so that's, that's gonna be it's gonna be a fun interview next week. Um, yeah, well, that that was my week, pretty eventful. Yeah. What about what about your week? I, I just want to comment on that though, because I when I recorded for my product, like I found that uh, you, you might experience this. I think it might be different with different people, and as you go along and do it, because on the first time I filmed, I was like that. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, is that SD card in the camera? Is that recording? Is this light on? Like, is that camera still going? I remember even one of the times that we we filmed, I had to get up halfway through because I was just in my head about it. And I was like, I just need to make sure everything's recording still and the, the lighting's okay and this mic is set up and this is... But then I think once you get over that initial like filming stress... Then a couple of times even, I just forgot I was filming. And I guess I'm doing it for a slightly different reason. You're doing it for entertainment, so it's a lot more important to be worried about those aspects. But for me, when it was like a coaching thing, there were some times where I forgot I was fucking filming. And the girl was meant to have like an anonymous name, let's say, and I kept saying her real name and shit (laughs) like that. So I think uh, perhaps over time, if you plan on doing it a little more, it it might become a little bit natural. But that's also something I guess we can ask our old mate about next week. Yeah, and, and well, see what his his experience has been like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome though. Fun week, fun week. I have been. What did I get up to? I went on a yoga and meditation retreat. Yes, I, I don't know if I told you this. The, you briefly <clears throat> told me. I think I messaged you something, <clears throat> and you're like, "Oh, um, I'll reply when I get back from my yoga retreat." And I was <clears throat> like, "Sorry." Yeah, I had no did, reception. Did I message them? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, Marcus is on a yeah, fucking... Yeah, and I saw your picture. This, yeah. And you were like at an ashram. Yeah, it was, it was legit. It was a legit out in the bush, middle of nowhere yoga meditation retreat. So are you Zen now? I'm, I'm completely enlightened. I'm Zen. <laughs> uh, I have a purple aura. No, it was, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. I, I think uh, a lot of people don't expect that from me, right? Because perhaps they see like the the BDSM side of things in, in my personality, but it's <clears throat> excuse me. It was uh, it was really interesting. I, I really enjoyed it. Like I've always been a fan of meditation, and just recently I did like two weeks diving trip, and that had a lot of meditation yoga in it. But yeah, <laughs> there's a lot about my life you're figuring out right now on this podcast. Yeah, but it's uh, out. But I, I guess my if we're gonna relate it to sex, let's see. I actually think the whole idea of mindfulness and attention, but did you meditate at all, Kat? Uh, you know, I, I try to sometimes. So my gym has yoga classes okay, and nice. you do a little bit of meditation in there. Yeah. I'm, as you know, I'm not a very spiritual person. No. My idea that like last year of being spiritual was, <laughs> I think I came to it was like, oh, I'm going vegetarian to be more in touch <laughs> with the earth. <laughs> I'm now, yes, exactly. That was you were now, I it's thought, your spiritual journey. Yeah, it's the I, first I felt that being vegetarian made me more connected to the earth. I, that I was my idea. I felt more spiritual. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was, <laughs> so that's yeah, as spiritual as I went. I was vegetarian no, for like five minutes. That's, that's, but no, but I think it's, it's something that and look this is the big problem i think with getting into any of these practices is one of the barriers to entry is a lot of people see this whole idea of like ah spiritualism and everyone's like ah fuck that right well not everyone but a lot of people but there's a lot of science behind this and that's what i found interesting about this you actually go on one of the nights of this like movie night where they just play like a meditation documentary essentially (laughs) is there indoctrination but it's essentially um 
the, the way I think about it when it comes to sex is you can apply a lot of those lessons around mindfulness and attention when it comes to pleasure, especially I would say for women, right? It, for men, it's super helpful when it comes to performance anxiety, getting in their head, being stressed. But women, when it comes to pleasure, because I think a lot of times what happens is I describe it as like women getting into like their shopping list, right? So they're, they're trying to have sex, but there's so many things rushing through their minds and they're not actually focused on the pleasure. And one of the exercises, which I think everyone could even do at home right now, is just for a second, just pay attention to your big toe, right? Just your right big toe. Just what? pay attention. Yeah. Just cats like, shut the fuck up. I'm not doing this spiritual <laughs> shit. Seriously, just take a second and think about your right big toe and just feel the sensation in that toe. Just for a second. And what you'll actually like, notice, like trying to do that she's like, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> but what, what so you'll actually hard. notice, if you take a second to do this, you'll notice sensations in your toe, My whether toe it be like, twitching exactly, right? <laughs> it starts twitching. It feels warm. It's cold. There's like a nervousness runs through I don't it. I like it. Make it stop. And, yeah. <laughs> stop doing this creepy shit. And the thing is, uh, it's just because you never placed focus there. You never thought about it. And so the same can be said with pleasure. If you're getting your pussy eaten out, right? And you're not focused on that. And you're focused on, do I look good? Like you, you mentioned this porn, like, am I in the right position? Am I, is my bent back enough? Like, and a lot of women have this outside of porn, obviously thinking, you know, what do I look like? Um, you know, how does he think about me? Will he want to see me again? Or you might be thinking, fuck, I hope this guy's not needy. Like whatever it might be, but you're not thinking about your pleasure. You're not focused on it. Mm. So these acts of mindfulness and shifting focus and attention is a really good way that you can actually bring into the bedroom. So you can start experiencing pleasure at a higher level, especially for women, but also for men. So it was, uh, we can go into that maybe in more detail in one of the weeks, but excuse me, I just thought it was really interesting um, to go through that experience and then maybe put on the sex coaching lens for a second and think, how can this help and how can this apply to people that want to experience better sex and better pleasure? I love that you yeah. even used a yoga retreat to yeah, exactly. get it's more all, in tune with your sexuality. Exactly. It's, it's all I can think about, and, right? But <laughs> it was, uh, no, it was, it was a great experience. I'd encourage anyone that, um, that, that is interested in it. You can just download an app and just do like 10 minutes of meditation a day, see what happens. But uh, yeah, super helpful. I think maybe we'll get cat on board. We'll, we'll see. Oh, God. We'll see. 10 minutes know. a day. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I have a yoga mat. That's a start. Yeah. That's a start. You got a yoga mat. You, listen, vegetarian. We'll yeah. I was vegetarian for about a month. Okay. Last of the month. <laughs> we'll see how long we can get meditation going. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back next week and uh, we'll see uh, how many days cat was able to meditate for. Yeah. All right. But yeah, essentially that was, uh, that was my week. So not too exciting on the sex front, but uh, exciting on the, on the journey front, let's call it. Um, so yeah, I had a great time. But let's get into let's get into some fun cat. Yeah, the nitty gritty. Let's, let's talk about threesomes, gangbangs, group sex. So we're gonna start with you, <laughs> just because you gave me that look. Oh, uh, no. We're gonna start with you. What is your experience being with uh, with threesomes? Yeah, so I don't have the biggest experience with group sex. Uh, more so just from from work, really. So mm -hmm. I've done a few. Um, uh, two girls and a guy mm -hmm. threesomes yep. at work. So that's, yeah, a paid so This thing, is right? essentially a lot of couples, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, pretty much almost all. So sometimes it'll be me and another escort mm. with a guy. So a guy like yeah, will get yeah. both of us. Or. Um, 
yeah and then mostly mostly couples though so i i've um I've asked a few um, couples like that I know, like randomly, I've been like, oh, like, have you ever like considered, you know, doing that? And most of them will say no. And I always find that so interesting because it's one of like the, it's like one of the fastest growing requests, mm. I think, um, yeah. that I'm getting at the moment. It's starting to become really popular. And even places like um, that sex club that we went to, yeah. lot, pretty much everyone there was a couple. Mm. It's like a big That's thing. My, I guess my question here is, are they, um, is this a girl's idea or is this the guy's idea? Like, what's your impression? And is this something they do all the time? Is it something they do in their own lifestyle or is this like a, a gift for one of the partners? Like, how does this work? Yeah, like, so what, there what do is, you think that? There is a lot of rules. So I always, so whenever you go into it, well, from a work standpoint, so with couples, so this isn't necessarily when it's, if it's just, two girls and a guy but when it's couples you always say first like oh okay like what are the rules because usually mm. there is kind of rules and boundaries so obvious like some obvious things like yeah like i have to wear a condom with the guy or sometimes mm. sometimes it's um not even me touching the guy it'll just be me with the girl like he just wants to watch his mm. missus get it on with a girl so that happens sometimes too but sometimes it is yeah me and the other guy but sometimes it's no kissing or yeah uh or just there's random things every couple mm. has their own rules so i would say yeah think about rules and boundaries but no it's not usually a gift usually it's the ones that i've spoken to it's usually where they know that they have desires mm. uh i i don't want to say desires to be unfaithful but they have lots of sexual energy of course that yeah, I don't know how to word it without it the saying The girls that. are worried about them cheating. Okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, my man's going to cheat. I'll, I'll get in there first. I'll, I'll book an escort in. He can have a threesome. I'm going to watch. No kissing allowed. No, nothing else. And then uh, this will get rid of his desires. Well, so one of one of the couples that I've seen more recently, um, I, I, I asked, because I'm always curious, like, oh, mm. how do you like, make it work? And they literally basically said that. The guy was like, uh, yeah, she knows that I hilarious. like pussy. <laughs> that is so, hilarious. And she was apparently also a, a horny bitch too. That's so gold. they just, That's yeah. gold. All but, the men out there in couples are being like, see this, this wife lets his man go fucking yeah. go in front of him. That's super interesting. And apparently, um, I was talking to a male escort um, last week as well. And he said that he does mostly couples. So apparently okay. guys are getting into it too. There you go. So I do have someone that's going to come on the podcast um timo so he's a he's a tantric coach and gigolo and yeah he, he's mentioned he's had a lot of uh let's say threesomes through work but most of the time they're hiring like another girl as opposed to it being couples but yeah that's super interesting so let's say most of the time it's usually the girl initiating it for the guy is what you've kind of been experienced to i yeah i, I it think like. as a guy how would you Hey, wifey, uh, by the way. <laughs> I want to fuck other women. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, that's actually a good point. Digging, yeah. Uh, next time I that's go for a, a, yeah. a couple booking. And yeah, maybe find out a little bit more about how, but yeah, it is usually Have you girl. ever had a jealous girl in a couple booking? No, not, okay. not yet. Because, okay. I mean, I think that would be a bit hard considering mm. I'm there. Sort yeah. Sort of. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Actually, I, mm. yeah, I I haven't. But I mean, but yeah. no girl during sex has ever been like, okay, that's enough. No, or like, no, 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 don't no, touch no, him like no, that. No, <laughs> well, yeah, 
yeah, no, I've we're, never, we're done. I, but I think the reason why is because every couple that I've seen, I've asked them, like, have you done this before? Okay, and, and they, they have. They will have. So ah, maybe okay, so you don't first, have, like, first time. Not, not yet. Okay. So I think maybe on a first time that might potentially happen. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's super interesting. I don't know how I would feel personally about a couple booking. I've... So I'm just thinking, if I had a boyfriend, I think I, I would be open to. Yeah, an how open do you re- feel about? Threesons? I would be open to an open relationship, but I don't think I'd want to see it. <laughs> okay, okay, no, that's actually <laughs> like common. if you want to fuck other guys, I feel like I would kind of be okay with that. If I, mean, I fuck other guys, fuck yeah, other girls, other girls yeah, I do what you meant. Yeah. I feel like I would be okay with it if I don't kind of know that it's happening. I don't know, or maybe if I know it's happening, but. I Ignorance don't see is bliss. It. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I don't think I could be in a fully monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, so yeah, obviously I have open relationships. Um, I see girls casually, and but that's not dating for me. Well, I mean, there's different levels, right? I have I have had let's say serious or longer term like open relationships, um, but. Yeah, it's a tough one. For me at first, I'll, I'll give you my introduction to, to group sex and threesomes. How, yeah, how about that? How, yeah, how about you enlighten us with all of yeah, your I don't think... stories? Because you've got a lot to say. This is actually your, your <laughs> number do, one area of I expertise. I do have a lot to say. The I first do. time, yes. we were saying last week, the first time we met was when um, yeah. I was invited to have a foursome with exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So bringing people together. It's oh all good catch. Ooh. Catch has dropped her yeah, headphones. Yeah, sorry. My, my headphones just catch. slipped off. <laughs> don't uh, mind me. So my introduction, I, I, I probably had group sex before this story that I'm about to tell you, but I don't, it wasn't that memorable, let's say. It might've just been like, you're on holidays with friends, like you're in Europe or something like that, whatever, there's a girl, maybe you share. But, <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, whatever. But no, this, this one time, which I consider my first experience, let's say. Because I think as a guy, the, one of the hardest things still is the idea around either jealousy or your male ego. So one thing is like, if you're having a male, male, like sort of female threesome, you got another guy there, you got to, uh, there's some guys going to, ah, oh, it's gay. There's another guy in the room. It's gay. It's like, all right, settle down, mate. Like you, you need to maybe address your sexuality a little bit there. But the other part is obviously jealousy. So when I was much younger, I wasn't having, let's say, open relationships. I, I was someone that would be jealous. But to me, this jealousy is a fear-based emotion. So to me, jealousy is just the fear that you're going to lose whatever you have with that person. It could simply just be validation, right? If you just met a girl that night, you had sex and it felt great, and this girl's like, you're amazing. That's validation. It feels nice. It feels nice to hear that. And so now if you were to say, bring in your friend or you know, your friend and this girl are gonna have sex or you have a threesome, you're risking that. And it's a fear that you might have. And on a more serious level, if you're a couple and you're bringing in someone else, that's another fear. What if they like this person more? What if they realize we're not right? What if they go, and it's this big fear. Because we're never jealous of a situation where we know we're not gonna lose the partner. Right, like if you're out with a guy and some old granny comes up and he's like, "You're so handsome," <laughs> you're not sitting there being like, "Bitch, back off, my yeah. man!" Right, get no. the fuck out of here. But imagine it's some twenty-year-old little girl with like big fake titties, little short skirt. She comes up and tells you, "Man, he's handsome." That's when you're gonna get jealous. So to me, it's a fear, and I had that fear the first ever time I had this experience. So there was a girl I met in Poland years ago. We had seen each other a couple of times. 
And then I asked her and she was like, yeah, like I'm open. What did you ask? To, do, do you want to have like another guy in here? A, like, do you, a guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah, so my first experiences were like two guys, right? And so she was like, yeah, I'm down. Like she was happy for it. I think that's another big misconception for men is they have this idea in their head that every girl is this little good girl saint, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, the girl can still be an amazing, smart, respectful, even girlfriend material woman that still would be open to the idea of kinks like threesomes. As I mentioned before, it's the most popular fantasy that, that people have. And oh, so, it's yeah. definitely I brought, mine. <laughs> well, there you, know, you go. So I still haven't had uh, two, like me with two guys. What? I, I know. Okay. We'll, I know, we'll uh, have to change we'll that chat, one. Oh, yeah, we'll chat, we'll chat <laughs> after this podcast. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we need to start fulfilling fantasies. But so I was like, okay. Um, so I, I brought in... Uh, Two of my friends. And it got to a point where we all left and she stayed with one of my friends. So I was sitting outside the room. Was this your girlfriend? No, no. This okay, is a girl. Just I was go okay. seen a couple of times, right? And I was sitting on the couch. But like I liked this girl, let's say. <laughs> like not, you know, this wasn't just some like, ah, whatever. We it just was, had sex okay. somewhere. Like we'd seen each other a couple of times. I was into her. She was into me. So it was expected right? that you two were kind of hanging out yeah i mean it, it was still very casual but what i'm saying is this this wasn't just a ah, whatever yeah in okay. my ass, All right, yeah. hopefully that <laughs> translation makes any sense to everyone but i was sitting outside the, on the couch and just listening to this girl getting destroyed right what? she's just like she's getting fucked by my friend what? right so <laughs> i'm just with you there well, no, as in we had, okay, I'll give you the full story, Kat. So we had sex. Then I was like, all right, do you want to have, you know, fuck my friends? I'll bring them in. So two of my friends came in. We're all fucking it together. Then me and my buddy walked out and left, like, you know, one of my friends and her together. Okay. So they're having sex, but I'm just waiting on the couch. I'm just sitting there. Yeah, okay. okay. And so I remember this moment, right? I remember just sitting on the couch thinking, Burning, okay, like- yeah, I'm just like, this girl's just getting destroyed. And you have that fear, right? You have that fear of, okay, is she going to like this guy more? Does she, is she still going to want to see me? Is All this comes up. And what you actually realize, and I've done this now oh, hundreds of times, right? And what I've realized now is even when I bring in a friend that looks like a fucking model, he's got like a six pack, 10 out of 10. I think I know what friend you're talking about. Well, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Um, It doesn't doesn't change the fact that almost every single time the girl, it it doesn't change how she perceives you. If anything, it increases your perception because these girls are going to fuck other guys anyway, right? Like uh, now you're just more cognizant to the fact that it's happening. But what you'll actually notice is this girl sees you uh, as almost like the gatekeeper, as I, I describe it, gatekeeper to pleasure. So you're the one creating this scenario where she's able to fulfill her fantasies, where she's able to have more pleasure. And whether she realizes it or not, she sees you in that light. And oftentimes, every time I walk back into that room, the girls respond in even more positive way than before. So even though you have this fear of, okay, she might like me less, I've found every single time it's the opposite. The girl actually likes you more. She feels more open with you. She feels more trusting of you. She enjoys this experience more. You've opened her up to a new world. You And so over time, that removed a lot of my jealousy. Like right now, I mean, obviously with my lifestyle, but right now I don't experience pretty much any jealousy at all. 
if I'm with a girl, even if it's a girl I'm seeing and, you know, some guy comes and speaks to her at the bar or some shit, like, I'm never worried. If she's told me, yeah, I went and fucked four guys this weekend, right? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying something extreme, but I, it, it doesn't worry me it, because I know the, the way I describe it, it's like having friends. You can have three best friends and just because you have a fourth best friend doesn't affect the way you see the other three. So our relationship or our dynamic doesn't change depending on if she's with other people. What changes is how you respond to that. So if you actually get jealous, if you get butthurt over it, she's going to look at you in a negative light. Whereas if you're confident and you give off that energy that, listen, I trust in what we have so much, I don't give a fuck, then that is super attractive. And that's what girls really like. So I think it was almost like a therapy having a lot of this group sex and just getting out of this fee-based emotion around it and really enjoying the experience. And it is enjoyable. Like to me, having a threesome, that's fun, right? Like there's a scale of like fun and pleasure. It might not be the most pleasurable thing in the world. And this maybe go for women as well, but it's fun, right? <laughs> it it is just, good. it's, yeah, it is. No, I think you, you are, um, I think you're onto something. I, I am. You gotta you gotta get on it. Like, I think you're onto something. Yeah, and look, I know a lot of women um, might feel uh, this has been my experience, right? When I introduce it to girls, so let's have like a, a threesome. Whether it's two guys or two girls, a lot of girls are worried about, you know, okay, maybe it's like the porn they've seen and it's like dicks flying everywhere, which some <laughs> girls like, right? Like they love the extremeness, but some girls like this is too much or it's like too much pressure. So there are different styles. There's are different, just like sex. There's different ways you can have threesomes, different ways we'll you can have sex. It, so right? yeah, hundred percent. What about if you're a girl and you don't have a mark to set up threesomes <laughs> yeah. for you? Um, so my number is not kidding. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, um, watch all of the uh, exactly, DMs yeah. for our I'll podcast. Just, yeah, exactly. We'll mark. set something up. Set something up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you've got time to have a lot of threesomes. In no, the next I don't have time. But it's it's yeah, it's tough. I'm not gonna lie. Right? Because yeah, so what, how, I, if I'm a normal girl, yeah. how do I, do you just, because not all escorts are made equal, I guess. Like, I don't think you could just hire two male escorts and then have a good experience. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it's a tough thing to be able to do and have a really positive experience with. I think you're going to have to accept the fact that maybe your first threesome is going to be a little bit chaotic or maybe not go to plan. or And that's why I say it's fun. You've got to really embrace the the randomness of a threesome, mm. let's say. Well, my ne- I think my next question for you was, yeah, going to be, how do you set things like this? Mm. Yeah. Up? Yeah. Well, so regardless of, yeah, threesome or any group sex. Yeah. How do you set it up? So, guy or girl? Really? Yeah, exactly. So if you're a guy, I'll, I'll answer this for the guys and then it's for the girls, right? So if you're a guy, I think the best way is find a girl that's open, fun, that you're having like a casual relationship with and start, maybe don't start with like threesome. Start with, okay, do you want to be tied up? Start with, okay, I've got this new toy I want to try. Start exploring kinks, find out what she likes. And then this goes for any kink really, but we'll talk about threesomes. Then I simply say like, have you ever had group sex before? Have you ever had a threesome? Yes or no? If it's yes, then it's easy. You set it up. If it's no, you ask why, right? Now maybe the girl says, oh, I think it's like porn and there's like fucking dicks flying me everywhere. And you're like, no, there can be two of us and it's going to be slow. It can be a little bit more sensual. You don't have to worry about like pleasing anyone. And maybe girls are worried about the jealousy. They're like, I don't want to share you. 
And so then it's important to just deal with whatever their concerns are. So if they're worried, again, that fear-based emotion, you need to let them know. Like no matter whatever the third goal we have in here is, it's not gonna change our relationship. And oftentimes, if it's someone that I've been seeing, say it is a relationship, then I'd say like, look, if you feel uncomfortable at any point, we just call it, right? We just end it there. Like, you know, obviously don't just kick the third goal out, but <laughs> she needs to know that if you guys are uncomfortable at any point, it's just gonna stop and it's gonna end there and you guys can chat, maybe have a drink and you call it. And so just giving her this reassurance and having those rules set up, you spoke about this, right? Talking yeah. through it because- a lot of times if it's a relationship, the girl doesn't want you sitting there like lovingly, romantically making out with the third girl, you know? So yeah. you need to <laughs> kind of figure out. Taking us a dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You guys are coming out for a reason. You guys are, you know. Yeah, um, yeah like keep the, the wine and the cheese platter for a exactly, different night, probably. Right? And even for, for guys, like if I'm, um, for example, with a girl and I say, okay, you want to have a threesome with another guy, I have a friend. That friend knows as well. Like we, we have rules. He's not going to come in and then try to get her number at the end and try to be meeting up with her and try. So you need to like understand your dynamics. That's the big thing when it comes to threesomes. Understand your dynamics. And so if you create this open space already with a girl and you're already exploring kinks, then yeah, suggest either. Obviously, girls for the most part are going to be more accepting to a male-male uh, female threesome. So having another guy in as opposed to another girl. So you might do that first, right? I might do that first or, you know, sometimes I have girls that just love women. So it's easy to get a girl in, but, uh, but do that first and slowly explore it, deal with any concerns that she might have. And when, when you both have a real true understanding of what's going to happen, then th there's a lot less worry, right? And you can actually enjoy the experience, have fun. Now, your question about what to do if you're a girl, it's a little more difficult, mm. right? Because you you really are going to have to find a guy yeah. that is open. Well, somewhat dangerous. Yeah. Like if it's... you're a girl, you can't just walk up to a guy in a bar and... Hey, what <laughs> hey, about... Yeah. Have a threesome in the bathroom. Like, you don't know who yeah. these people are. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. So it can be a little bit, I think, more difficult to find an open-minded guy to something like that. Unless it is, again, excuse me, two girls. If you're looking to have a threesome with two girls and it's an easy sell to guys, right? Um, it's, it's a lot easier to sell that, uh, that dynamic. But, uh, but yeah, same principles, right? If you start not by saying, okay, hey, it was nice to meet you. That was a great date. That was fun sex. Hey, do you have any friends for me? <laughs> right? do you have three? <laughs> but start with, okay, what are your kinks, right? What do you want to explore next time? And then through that conversation, you can, uh, you can maybe set something up like that. Awesome. You uh, had a lot of very insightful things about threesomes, but uh, you kind of um, briefly hovered over, well, the next thing maybe, mm -hmm. if you're done with the threesomes yet, is uh, you've had a fair bit of gangbangs, haven't you? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, oh, just casually. Yeah, like, no, of course. Oh, just a few, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's probably like uh, one of the more extreme categories, I mm. think. Um, I know even me personally, as I said, I've never really done the girl and multiple guys mm. thing. And to be honest, that's usually the kind of porn I watch. It's probably oh, because okay. it's one of the only things I haven't done yet. So like, I still kind of find so it. curious. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, vanilla porn just doesn't do it for me, yeah. right? But like, when I watch that, I'm like, ooh, like, look at that. Okay. What do you, <laughs> what do you think you like about it? I think it's just because it's it's different. Like I haven't mm. done it yet. That's like that's extreme okay. for me. I mean, mm. hey, I'm an <laughs> I'm I, I'm a sex worker, so not too much is extreme for me, right? Yeah. But since I haven't done that yet, that's still outside of my yeah perfect. my my I don't know zone, I guess. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So that that's probably even harder, I guess, than a threesome. But like, how do you? Mm. 
Is there rules? Uh, I mean, because I'm just thinking if if it was me, because I, I have been asked at work a few times. I've gotten some mm. people messaging me being like, hey, can we gangbang you? I don't know if these people are serious, but I've always said love, no. That's a mad intro message. I love it. Yeah. So I've always said no because I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you people are. Like, yeah. so I'm not going to just go to like a random house and get mm. gangbanged by random guys because. Yeah. Sorry. No. Because, no, um, I mean, there's an element of danger to that i guess but i mean in a controlled environment i feel like it could be fun well i think it like yeah. i mean hey i i watch it <laughs> yeah yeah no i think, I you, think I it think could be love fun it. but how do you go about those mm. like so I, I mean yeah how, yeah and how do you ask the girl before is it like so you know do you like sit down and discuss like these this is okay and this isn't and these mm. people uh, yeah i want to I'm, I'm interested i want to know about it yeah if I look at all the gangbangs I've had, usually it's a progression. So usually it's girls that have had either like a threesome with us. And and when we say gangbang, like I, I usually define threesome when I'm talking about it is mostly when you have like two girls, one guy, right? Um, I usually say gangbang when there's even just two girls, uh, sorry, two guys no, and one girl. No, that's not a game. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I usually say it like that just to, to clarify the difference between having two guys there or two girls there. But gangbang, let's let's say there's like four, five, would, six, seven more, people, right? I yeah, would just yeah. say more than two guys. Yeah, I sure. Think. Let's 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 clarify like that. So uh, for me, usually it's been girls that we've had threesomes with already and they loved the experience. And they were like, oh my God, it is so good. I want more cock. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Because most girls will describe it as, <clears throat> okay, I love having sex with one guy, but with two, now there's added pleasure and I feel even more, let's say, small vulnerable. And for a lot of girls, that's what they like to feel. They like to feel submissive. So if you have one guy that's like choking her, pulling her hair, like whispering dirty things into her ear, while the other guy's like fingering her or spanking her, it's just more going on. So a lot of these girls that like multiple stimulus, yeah, like this layering, then it just adds to it, right? And so then they had this experience with two guys and they think, okay, this might be dose dependent. What would it be like with three guys, with four guys, with five guys? And it's usually these girls that are coming to me and saying, I'd like to experience that. Or a lot of times when I'm traveling, I have my two business partners. Um, sometimes we have students around. So it might be a case where I introduce them to say one of my business partners, we have a threesome with this girl and I'm like, oh, well, my other business partner's living this as well. Do you want to meet him? And then that, he'll come in. So it's, um, you, you are very right in the fact that all sex, you need to have this consent talk. And I hate the word consent because it sounds so fucking sterile oh, and not sexy. It does, and it's doesn't just, it? It sounds very like lawyery, doesn't but, it? Uh, I, I'd prefer to say you need boundaries? to... Not even boundaries. I'd like to describe it as like you need to understand what each other's like pleasure triggers are. You need pleasure to... Pleasure triggers. Yeah. I call it like fantasy yeah, search. That, that right? doesn't... Pleasure triggers doesn't invite no-nos, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, but, don't, I don't know what, what you would call them, but it doesn't invite like what, things you don't like. Exactly. Right? But this is this is the way I think about it, right? You, you are figuring out her fantasy or their fantasy, whatever. You figure out the other person's fantasy. And so a part of that, you're going to find out what they don't like, right? So when I say, okay, let's have a fucking gangbang, right? <laughs> so I'm going to invite four of my friends around and we're going to have the best fucking time. It's going to be amazing. So then I'm going to ask her, like I just did you, what do you think you'll like about it? Right. So say, maybe we can role play this cat. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. Do it. All right. So I'd say, okay, so you want a gangbang? Great. 
I'd ask what you like about it. You were like, I don't know. I just had to explore, blah, 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 blah. Um, all right, my next question is, do you think you'd like it very rough? Like what type of porn are you watching? Is it very rough or is it more like just the guys are like fucking her? It's a little bit more simple. Oh, no, what, yeah. what it probably it like? is a little bit more rough. Um, I feel like for me personally, uh, even when, regardless of how many people I'm having sex with and regardless of if it's a client or whatnot, I do generally, generally like sex when it's a little bit more rough and kinky, mm. but I'm not shy. So I usually tell people like they, they will usually ask like, Oh, is there things that you don't like? So like the one thing that I don't like, regardless of how many people in the room is I don't like my nipples being touched or played with. Mm -hmm. They're very sensitive. I don't, I don't yep. do it. It's like my belly button. Get away from, get away from my nipples. <laughs> belly button and get nipples. away from my belly button. No like go. just don't do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels weird, but not in a good way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not good feels weird. weird yeah. But not in a good way. Yeah. So like that that's pretty much usually the only thing I say. But then I always say, like, okay, if it gets to something that I don't like, I'll just say it. So usually I kind of say it like that. Um, but I don't I don't know if that would be good in a gangbang situation just because there's just so much going on. But I think that if I was to go into it, I would probably say the same thing. Like, okay, I would rather just go with the flow because I'm the kind of person where if something just feels a little bit too uh, not like unnatural, that's a bit of a tone off for me mm. if it's a bit too robotic. Mm. So that's why even with my clients, I'll usually say, let's just go with the flow. Mm. And if I'm enjoying it, like, okay, cool. Let's just roll with it, right? But if something, like if you do something or touch somewhere and I'm not into that, I'll just say, oh, like just don't do that because is... I feel like that just feels more normal. That's what you would normally mm. do, right? Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel like I would kind of just go with the flow and then see what happens. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to f – I'd say it's, it's, it's hard because I feel like I'd want to kind of feel a bit dominated on, but then I wouldn't want to feel scared, but I would. Okay. I don't know. So this is, uh, this is how I deal with this situation, right? This, by the way, this is the first time I've heard you say you didn't want to plan something. This is incredible. <laughs> um, this is where I'm going to be planning something. So, by the way, this is amazing. This is one of the reasons I think why people don't have this talk is because now it starts to feel clinical and it starts to feel like, okay, we plan this and you kind of lose the sexiness and the vibe out of it. But this is how we're going to do it to keep the vibe, right? Because okay. this is how we're going to keep it fun. Because instead of me being like, okay, a checklist, what about this? What about this? This is how I would usually say it. I'd be like, okay, look, so you want to feel a little bit scared, but still feel in control. That's amazing. Um, I, I got a couple of questions. I'm, I'm super curious, actually. Oh, no. So uh, <laughs> would you like to be tied up? Have you been tied up before? So, okay. Are we pretending that we're about to have a gangbang? Yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Get in, get in, get in character. Okay. Okay. So I I would say yes, but that would be because I, so let's just say hypothetically speaking, you and I were in this gangbang with, whoever else yeah i got I four friends coming around yeah Kat. i trust you though so okay, i perfect. would have my trust in you that i would say yes to the being tied up only because i would know that mm. you were going to untie me eventually like i wouldn't just be yeah, taken be down to a basement because i trust you and i know that you wouldn't let these people carry me off to uh, get murdered right? all right so no murdering okay no but and like i but that's because i know that you wouldn't let that happen yeah if it was just random guys i don't know that that wouldn't happen so like i don't let any client tie yeah. me up yeah no 100 percent uh do you like sucking dick Yes. Okay, that turns you on. <laughs> yes. All right, this is important to know because there's going to be a lot of dicks flying around. So it's like, <laughs> we need to know, all right? Do you like to suck dick? Yeah, this I'm very comfortable with dicks okay. flying at my face. All right, that perfect. Is, all right. tends to be and, what, uh, what happens in my day job. Do you, do you like... So there'll be some dirty talk because there's going to be five of us, right? Ooh. Do you like 
when uh cringe no, what do you mean cringe do, oh. do you like when guys like talk down to you like shut up you fucking slut or do you prefer them to be a little bit more like uh positive with their talk um oh god i don't know i don't you i'm not really into dirty talk that much but like me personally doing it um i don't mind if a guy talks a little bit dirty to me i guess i would probably like it to be a bit more like yeah like shut up or whatever okay i feel perfect. like that's a bit less weird than like just is there anything you don't like being called well, is there anything off limits god like horse slut pathetic is there any oh my god Pathetic. Oh my god. Yeah, See, I don't know. Like I don't know what Is that kind too of... much? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well that's that's good to know. <laughs> that's perfect. This is incredible. Like, I mean, yeah, like you know, slut and Okay, whore but not too far. Not when it starts to feel personal. Not when it starts to feel personal. That feels like like, like oh god, sorry, away like crying. <laughs> See, this is important. You may potentially what could have happened is this could have been the worst experience of your life. You walk around with yeah. like, so okay, this is good. Yeah, okay, like, so <laughs> slut and uh, no, but so yeah, slut and whore is okay, but yeah, yeah. pathetic. That just feels really personal. <laughs> <laughs> you got someone to oh say, God, Marcus? <laughs> That's so funny. That's so no, but uh, the reason is a lot, some girls, right? They like to feel degraded, right? They like to be really put down. Uh, during sex, right? So that that's why I asked. But okay, so something that's like sexy in a way, like <laughs> slut hole, but nothing that is too yeah, uh, yeah, too too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. amazing. That's cool. Uh, and what about uh, impacts? Right. Let, let's talk a little bit about like if we were to use toys, like if we we're going to be spanking you. Uh, do, do you like to be? Do you like to be hit during nah, sex? Oh, a little bit, but not when it's really hard. No, <laughs> so you <laughs> like the. It takes the fun away out okay. of it. Okay, like, so you it's just like a little. Yeah, you like the you like the psychology of it. Like, oh, he's hitting me. Oh, it's yeah. naughty. Oh, 100%, like, but not, the, not if it hurts. But no marks, <laughs> no pain. Okay. Yeah, or like a little, little bit, but a not some. Bit. Like, I've had a few guys slap my ass and it like really hurts. And I'm like, that's actually okay. just not So fun. it just gets you like out of your body then. Like, yeah, but I don't mind a little bit of slapping when it's like, because it's like a okay. little bit like, ooh, cheeky. Like, you know, just, okay. you know, even if it's like on the face a little bit, like, a little bit cheeky. But yeah, when it's okay. like, feeling okay. like you're trying to hurt me yeah again that takes the fun out now i'm just concentrating on the pain i'm just like the fuck okay perfect see so this is a type of conversation i have so it doesn't feel too clinical let's say but we'd have this type of conversation and then i'd say you know i might even walk the girl through it so i might even say okay cat this is what we're gonna do you're gonna come around right <laughs> we're gonna lay you on the bed oh my god and the five of us are gonna just give you a massage to begin with Right? Oh, we're just gonna, nice. Yeah, of course. We're just going to run our hands across your body, use some oil, right? Have some okay. music playing. It'll be nice and chill at first. Then we're going to flip you over. We're, we're going to wait a little bit. We'll wait till your like, breathing settles, you're calm. Yeah, don't mind relaxed. a bit of a tease. Yeah. Then we're going to tie you up. <laughs> right? We're going to take rope, wrap it around your little wrist, tie you to the bed. <laughs> and so this, I explained it to the girls so they know exactly what's going to happen or at least have an image. And then I'd say, okay, my friend, he's going to eat pussy. He loves eating pussy. Oh my God, he loves it so much. So he's going to come in, right? And then I describe it a little bit. Now you want to have some mystery, let's say, as you were talking about, you want to see where the vibe kind of goes and what happens. And, you know, you don't want to script it out. But for these girls or for anyone that is about to experience group sex for the first time, 
the biggest thing is like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. I've got all this fear again, fear-based emotion. So if you can walk through it a little bit, the first thing you said was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> like this, okay, this sounds nice. I'll relax a little bit. Of, get, okay, cool. Yeah, right. So knowing massage. that, yeah, you're going to be more inclined to this experience. So walking through it a little bit. And this is what we do with the girls that we have these gangbangs with. And uh, just on this topic, why we hear around kind of consent and figuring out what people want and what they don't want. Having a safe word here is really important. So something you can say, you said you'll let them know when you want to stop. Now, if I'm fucking a girl and she's like, stop, right? I, I, I kind of find that hot, right? It's kind of a little <laughs> bit- so rapey. I kind of, it's, yeah, it's a little bit sexy, okay? So if I'm with a girl and she's like, stop, no. I'm like, ah, okay, this is turning me on. So it's really important um, for me to have a word that isn't sexy, right? Stops might turn me on a little bit. So having a word like- so a safe word. Yeah, do, do you have a safe word? No. Okay. Well, well I've yeah. never had a gangbang. I didn't need. What do okay. I need a safe word for? Well, yeah, you can pick any word you want, right? That's that's the fun thing about the safe. It's like name your child. You get to choose. You <laughs> What's have, your safe word? I don't. I don't have one for myself. Okay. Let's say. But I usually give red. If if girls don't know what to use, I like red. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you can say whatever you want. I've had some weird fucking safe words before that okay. make me laugh. But so that way, the girl can again be empowered to know that she can stop whenever she wants to stop. And not only just saying this is your safe word, but encouraging you to use it, right? Because a lot of times you give a girl a safe word and they feel bad if they have to say it. So encouraging you to use it. So say perhaps you're tied up and I see one of the guys is like spanking you, right? And I'm like, oh, boys, she did mention she didn't want to be spanked too hard. I'd look at you and be like, Kat, what is your safe word to start with? You'd be like, ah, uh, ah. all right, good girl. Right, so it's like a trigger, a reminder. And before sex, I'd say, tell you, like, if you want to use your safe word, use it. Right, say it. That's what it's there for, so we know. Right, so if you want to say, it, we're not going to stop like having sex completely and pack out that. Like, we're just going to either change what we're doing, check in, see you're okay, like switch it up, doing something else. And so having the safe word there, encouraging them to use it um, around safe sex. Like, if you're fucking multiple women, say it's group sex with multiple girls then use a different condom for every girl, right? You don't- You, <laughs> you don't think f- that would be obvious. Whoa, you think, yeah. You don't <laughs> fuck girl A and then go fuck girl B, right? Uh, so changing condoms, <clears throat> excuse me, safe words, going through that process and then aftercare, right? So if this is your first ever gangbang and you've just had sex with like four guys and maybe uh, you got called a slut, for example, maybe you're spanked, maybe, and then you're laying there and- th- you know, there can be certain thoughts that run through women's heads after sex. And it's important for everyone to give you that opportunity. And if you're the guy to give you that opportunity to be able to talk through it emotionally. Now, maybe it's fine. Maybe like, hey guys, it was fun. See you later. Bye. Right. Maybe that's it. Okay. But for some girls, maybe it's. It's a check in at the Yeah, end. exactly. Did you really mean what you said? Or they'll be like, oh fuck, I can't believe I've done that. And I've had this experience with girls. What, where, like a regret? Yeah. Kind of well, not a regret. Maybe you can describe <laughs> really it like that. Really dirty. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can describe <laughs> it like that. But it's more a um, feeling of dirty. Shame, let's say. Shame. Yeah, a feeling of dirtiness. And especially like if I'm being dating this girl, if I've like been with this girl and she likes me, let's say. And then I've been like, okay, you're all my friends. Just <laughs> fucked all my friends. She might feel bad for me even, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really, really, really important to have that time afterwards to let the emotions kind of be explored a little bit to make sure the girl doesn't feel any shame, to let her know that it was a positive experience for you. Because as I told girls afterwards, I'm like, you were the luckiest girl. I'm like, imagine, <laughs> imagine, Kat, imagine I go on a Tinder date 
right? Say I got a date tonight with some girl in Sydney. And she's like, hey, here's five girls. Here's five friends. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a fucking great time. That's, that's never right? happened to you, has it? Thank, well, it's, it's uh, not five, but yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been introduced to a lot of friends in, in the past. But, but yeah, it doesn't happen for, to guys like that. Right? No, no. And so the, the, I always tell girls, I'm like, you're lucky. I'm like, you, that's this true. Lucky as girl. Like, that is try true. to find five open, open minded guys like this. So, what, what my experience is so far in these gangbangs, yeah, is women will often describe it as one of their best sexual experiences they've ever had, right? It is, it is incredibly um, unique. It's a unique experience. It's incredibly pleasurable. It's fun. They get to feel vulnerable, but also the center of attention yeah, of all these men. Yeah, empowering It's very, bit. right? It's very. But I also, even these women that later on have described as their best experience in that moment have had times where they thought, is this okay? Am I being judged by these guys? Is this, so you need to make sure if there's any amount of sexual shame there, you deal with it. And even from, I guess the guy's perspective as well, there might be guys in the room that may want to chat about this later, right? Or, or maybe want to decompress it a little bit um, without making this sound like a fucking traumatic experience. It is a lot of fun, but it, it's important. Consent, um, safe sex and having that aftercare is, is definitely needed. Awesome. All right, fun yeah, times. Thank you for all of your um, insight. No worries. <laughs> no worries. A, lot, a lot of insight. Yeah. Lots of experience there. Um, should we go on to the sex toy review? Yeah. Was there anything else? I no, think we did, pretty did much we covered. Anything? No, I think we covered. I mean, we can... Um, yeah, I think we covered in pretty good detail. I mean, there might be if, if anyone has any questions, um, they can always comment on mm. <clears throat> comment or messages. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, sounds good. Great. All right. So this week, uh, sex toy review. Uh, yeah, Mark's just crying now. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we <laughs> here we have what was yes and those for those who can see us. I uh, can't see us. Uh, we've got the Honey Burdette Spreader Bar. So what? That is, that probably doesn't make much sense to some people. It's a, a, a bar <laughs> with like two um, cuffs on each side that goes like at the ankle. So you cuff one to one ankle and then you cuff one to the other ankle. And then there's a bar in between and basically it, it spreads. It spreads. <laughs> it does, it's like 50, I've seen it in Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the first time I've seen it. Oh, okay. This one isn't that cool. It doesn't slide open like no. his one does. Mm. That would be cool. That's mm. <laughs> on the bucket list. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this one's just like a twisty one. But I mean, hey, it's it the same job. Uh, yeah, so. Mark. Tell me tell me what you think about it, Kat. Uh, what are your hey, first impressions of this? I hate yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Cat really hates this. You know what? I'm actually just not a fan of toys in the bedroom. I just, I feel like whenever I've used toys, especially this mm. one, I find that they end up just being too kind of in the way and too clunky. Like I, mm. I, I find that they hinder my sexual experience. They either, yeah, they, they just get in the way. You can't do things properly. Like, so for this one, I just felt, well, I actually felt like this one didn't even spread my legs like enough or properly it's because mm. sometimes you just want to throw a girl around mm. and then you've just got this bar on your leg <laughs> <laughs> like, and especially most of the sex that i have with uh, like i tend to go for more dominant guys right and mm. you just want to 
yep. fling me around the room and I kind of can't because I've got <laughs> some of them get tangled in it <laughs> rolling so around funny. and then they've got, a, they've got an arm stuck here and then a leg stuck that there we end hilarious. up being kind of twisted and then we have to untangle each other then it kind of hurts a little bit it kind of hurts you, okay. it digs in some, yeah look I was not a fan <laughs> Um, but that, that's from a girl's point of view. I want to know from a guy's point of view, uh, you've used one right. and um, you're looking at it and drooling. So I, I love toys. <laughs> you are literally yeah. drooling I, right now. I have a collection. Like toys are my thing. I, I the, the way I think about toys is like an extension of you, right? Is a guy. It, it's an extension of who you are and where you can, it's like tools for the bedroom is the way you, you can express yourself. Now, first of all, I, I love the way this looks. I think if you walk into a guy's place and he's got one of these like hanging up on his wall or something with some other toys, you're like, okay, this guy's pretty badass, right? I love that you said hanging up on the wall. So let me just, uh, for all of our listeners, uh, Mark's old apartment, when you walked in, there was literally rope and sex toys hanging off the wall. It's got to be easily accessible. (laughs) That was the first thing you seen when you walk in and every single time that I'd be there and he'd bring some new girl over, (laughs) they were just like, um, (laughs) I would be sitting, me and me and the gang would just be like sitting in the corner and we'd see this like poor little innocent girl <laughs> yeah. she would just turn like a little muppet like looking at the wall being like ah. yeah, she knows Sorry, what she's for now <laughs> so I, I mean look I, I love the look of this um, for those that are just listening to the podcast it's kind of the bar is rose gold the the cuffs are, it's a nice leather as well so I, I love the look of it the functionality of spreader bars yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, yeah. to be honest. So <laughs> for me, when it comes to bondage, I'm, I'm a big rope guy. I love rope. I, and I'm going to I'm gonna fucking fanboy about rope later on in a podcast, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah, we can have it, a rope, it, yeah, rope exactly. shibari edition. Exactly. But rope is just so versatile. And you can use it um, differently for every single girl. And you can, let's say, make that bondage very unique for them. This spreader bar... Yeah, to, to me, it feels lazy. Like coming from the world of rope, it feels lazy. And I think this would honestly be better for your hands. Like if you use this on your hands and put it above your bed and maybe tie it to oh, your bed, I, I think like that would that. be better. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because this on your legs, as you said, it doesn't spread it that much. No, it doesn't. It's, um, yeah. It, and it's, it's on a weird angle. Yeah, like. and it doesn't, like the whole idea of let's say a spreader bar or any bondage is to make you feel restrained. It is because you're saying like we're moving around the bed and da da da. It's, the whole point of this is you put it on and the girl can't fucking move. You put it on and she feels vulnerable. You put it on and she she loses all control. Yeah. I feel and like I could gets still out run away. In yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> I could right? definitely still run away. In and this, uh, for sure. so it looks pretty. Um, it looks you, nice. Yeah, I, I think I agree with what you said. It would look good hanging on a wall. Yeah, I don't know if I take it off my wall though. Yeah, and that, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, it's a good yeah. decoration. Yeah, <laughs> a decorative, that's a nice a household it, yeah. decorative piece for anyone exactly. if you've got a sex room. Uh, this this should go there, yeah. So pretty. if anyone doesn't want to spread a bar, don't go to Honey Boudette. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> but uh, look, uh, spread it for those that aren't uh, willing to put in the time to learn rope and just want something easy, then yeah, this I, I guess would be okay. Maybe use it for, the, for wrists. You can mm. kind of cover up. And, uh, and it kind of, yeah, I think this on the, okay, let me rethink this, this on some wrists for those that aren't listening. If you, yeah, if you put these on your wrists, this goes above your head and now you can actually, um, you can hold that bar down with your hand as you fuck the girl, right? If that's over the top of your head. Yeah. And now I hold that bar with my left hand, right? right? I'm holding the spreader bar above. 
Yeah, see, we can make this work. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can, I guess, hold oh, that down. Oh, I guess maybe behind? Wait, without, let's. <clears throat> yeah, maybe behind. Even behind. Like okay, see, we but, can make some use for this bar. Uh, that could yeah, work. Yeah, this could work, could work from yeah. behind. But, then, like, but if I was lying on my back, then I'd No, you can lie on your back. You have to, like, fuck doggy like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that could be fun. You could hold on to the bar as you fuck. Okay. Oh, yeah, found, but in doggy style. Okay, yeah, we found, found a use for the bar. Yeah. We found a use for the bar. Um, we can, yeah, we can report back on it. Yeah, for me, <sighs> when, when it comes to the bondage, though, I, I, yeah, I just use rope, to be honest. I, I try to stay away from cuffs and chains and everything like that. So, uh, But, yeah, nice looking bar. Mm. Nice looking bar. So, there we go. All right. That's our review. Um, next, we've got our... Question from the audience. We Exciting. do. Question from Zach. Uh, I wrote down the question. This wasn't exactly word for word, but let's go for it. He essentially asked how to keep sex exciting. So for someone in a relationship or seeing a girl over and over again, or a girl seeing a guy over and over again, how do you keep sex exciting and spontaneous and so it doesn't feel like monotonous? So I guess. But, but, so <laughs> my first question. So are they trying to keep it monogamous? Monotonous, uh, I meant. Um, oh. they're, they're, they're monogamous. Okay, um, and they want to stay monogamous? Yeah, they want okay. to stay monogamous. Were you uh, about well, to any suggest... Advice, yeah, any you? advice I have is <laughs> caught out the window. Maybe, maybe you should bring some of yeah. I mean, you've you've been in a relationship before, Kat. Yeah, and, and they didn't work out. And it's like, <laughs> I think it was because the sex got boring. So I'm, I'm curious to know how you well, can how do keep you it think? exciting. I'm going to answer this, but how do you think... A guy with you could keep it exciting, or how would you keep it well, exciting? Well, if I was to have a boyfriend now, mm. uh, well, I guess it would depend on if he was a sex worker or not. If he mm. wasn't a sex worker, well, I mean, yeah, he can stay monogamous if he wants because <laughs> I know I'd be getting some, right? Yeah. I, I like that framing. Yeah, he can stay monogamous. That's fine. If you want to be monogamous, you be monogamous. Yeah. I just won't like, be. <laughs> well, because I kind of like the thought that I can still get a little bit of variety, but I mean, mm. I, yeah, because I don't know if I, as I was saying earlier, I don't know if I'd want to be inviting other people into. Well, our well, let's say this. Let's give a different example. Sex. Let's say you're seeing a guy casually, right? So you're still fucking around, like you're still having yeah, fun. Okay. You're seeing a guy casually, casually but, but yeah, but, but maybe it's been three yes. months. Maybe it's been three months. You've seen each other every week, right? Like, how how would you guys keep it exciting? Or how would you want him to keep it exciting? I don't know. Well, I think it's a bit different if it's just like a casual thing to like someone you've been married to for like 10 years or something. Yeah, I, it's slightly different. I mean, this is my view. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Hear, I think <laughs> you, you, you want to say something. Yeah. I mean, no, because I've thought about this yeah. quite a lot, but I was curious from your perspective, yeah, like being know. a woman, how would you want your man to like spice it up? Oh right? God. Yeah. All right. You, but, you tell me your thoughts and let me sit on, sit on this for a bit. Okay. Uh, the way I think about it, is like you're at the casino. Okay. What? I'm at the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? This is my analogy. You're at the casino. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Follow, I follow with me. I, I'm at the casino. You're playing the pokies, right? Okay. So you're on the machine. You're on a slot machine. Now, the way they keep it exciting is not by making it different every single time you hit the fucking button. It's not by giving you a prize every single time you hit the button. They make it exciting and they keep you hooked because what they do is Every now and again, they hit you with something different or let's say they hit you with a prize. So you could be sitting there tapping, 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 like fucking <laughs> 15 tapping. times. Yeah, 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 hitting it. And then the 16th time, boom, win, right? You win a little bit of money. 
And you're like, oh, fuck, okay, great. And you start tapping again. So it's this variable um, positive reinforcement. And so when I think about sex, it's not about making it different every single time you're fucking a girl, right? It's not. Because you can have the same sex with that same girl in a very similar fashion multiple times and it's still going to be great. The problem becomes when it's like that every single Mm. time. And now you're three months in and you think, okay, I've only ever had sex with this guy, this style. Whether, even if it's good, right? Even if it's, okay, he gives me a massage, he's my pussy, fucks me rough, he does it. Like, but if it's the same yeah, over you, and over, you get, you bored. get bored. Yeah. And so I, I have a girl that I've been seeing, oh God, is it two years or something now? And something she mentioned to me is she said, one of the reasons I enjoy fucking you so much is it's different every time. And that's what she said. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it's not different every time. But, but, but that's sometimes. your perception. Yeah. Okay. But what I do is sometimes it's different. And, and so in her mind, every time she comes over, she doesn't know what to expect. She hits that button not knowing if it's going to be it's something different or the prize or not. And so that's what I do. And so what I might do is if I'm seeing a new girl, yeah, I fuck her a certain way one time. Maybe find out what she likes, what her kinks are. Maybe switch it up a few times. But what I then plan to do is every few times we have sex, I'm going to make sure it's different. And when you say different, what, yeah. what, do you, what, what is different? Like maybe tying her up one day. Yeah, so this is the great part about being able to explore kinks. Because with me, with my toolbox, it could be, <laughs> yeah, fucking lighting. Vibrator one exactly. day, spread a bar the next exactly. day, rope right? Thursday. Rope, you, rope I, I think, is your toolbox labeled with like Monday, Monday. toys, Tuesday, toys, and that's whatever lucky idea. girl comes over on one day of the week? Yeah, that's, <laughs> okay, here's my Wednesday box. That's a, that's a smart idea. Oh my God, yeah, you I like this. <laughs> All right, Kat's going to come over my place and All right, label I'm my I'm going to start organizing. That is my happy place. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, once you have more of a... Um, a toolkit, then yeah, it could be okay. We're gonna do some wax play, okay? But wax even, play. yeah, light up some candles. But holy shit! Say you say you're not right. at that level, right? Say you're just a fucking guy yeah, out there that's say, having I somewhat vanilla sex. I wouldn't want some some like random guy off the street going and lighting candles and their whole house catches on fire. Yeah, like dripping candles. And then next minute, third degree burns in the emergency room or yeah. like houses on fire. Exactly, yeah. yeah so, so candles I'm, aren't something I'd, I'd pull out on the first date, yeah. let's say. But no, say you're a guy that, you know, perhaps you don't have this level of... Uh, tools at your disposal right now i'd still look to make it different so what that could mean is one time you could play slow more romantic music and you could have more slow intimate sex with your partner then the next time is okay maybe you don't even make it to the bedroom maybe you're in the kitchen and you're like listen i have to have you right now right i've been thinking about you all day you're in my mind i just take your fucking clothes off right now maybe it's more simultaneous maybe it is in public maybe uh in the bedroom you do give her that massage first right and you make it more slow or it's quick sex or it's in the morning or uh yeah it's more dominant maybe you're like choking her a little bit and of course we you speak about this with it beforehand but maybe you're choking her spanking her you're calling her dirty kinky names like so you can mix it up even with Something as small as the dirty talk they're using to speak to her. Something as small as the type of foreplay or as you mentioned, like using different vibrators. But the point is here, you just have to make it different every now and again. You want to create that variability enough 
that it doesn't just feel like the same every single fucking time. And so especially for guys married for 10 years, you yeah. said that, right? Like, oh. so you, you, you can't make it different every single <laughs> fuck that, but you can't make it different every single time, right? But you can make it different enough times that it feels spontaneous yeah, i like the analogy very, you yeah. use that actually makes a lot of sense like if you know like oh okay if i have sex with them for you know yeah. eventually i'm gonna get to yeah. to something good is tonight the night that it gets switched up yeah I okay i like that right? and you can even create suspense like something sometimes what i like to do with girls is find out what they want to try so maybe we've been seeing each other for a month or two and then i'll say okay what what if one thing you could try what could it be so say for you you're like a gangbang and so I'll say, okay, I'm, I'm going to plan that. I'm not going to tell you when, but I'm going to plan that. Ooh. So one time you come over, there's going to be four other guys. Oh my here. God, I like that. Yeah, right? so, that's- so now every time they're like, fuck, is it? and it might not be that extreme. Yeah. But it could be a girl being you know, something as simple as like, okay, I really like using vibrators during sex. Okay, good. We're going to do that very soon. Yeah. But you don't say when. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I like think that. that's, yeah, creates anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice i yeah, think fun times better than my advice which is just <laughs> not be monogamous <laughs> just just when you get bored find just someone fuck you. someone else yeah. but with permission <laughs> yeah yeah with permission he can be monogamous but just not you yeah uh, <laughs> oh like no you can you can both both fuck other people like that's, that's that was my advice so yeah i think i think mark's advice is probably more sound no but i do i no, do well, i guess that. my my advice would probably cater to the people who are open to maybe not being monogamous if they no but that does that does keep yeah, it we would have sex worker listeners who you exactly know, no yeah. it does yeah fuck more people that does yeah yeah, yeah, yeah bring more people like in the bedroom exactly invite <laughs> <laughs> more people in. <laughs> i love it Alrighty, cat Hit me with the sex fact of the week. Yeah, so now, yeah, so uh, yeah, we've got a very interesting sex fact of the week, which I'm very, it's a, a male-based one, so I'm very interested to hear Mark's thoughts okay, about it. Uh, so we have the furthest ejaculation of a guy. His name was Horst Schultz. Okay, it sounds German, it. maybe. I mean, come on, think about it. Like the the people from the Netherlands or the Germans, they they know all about sex. If they're going to be ejaculating far, it's them. <laughs> I love it. They they I love they it. know sex. Let's, let's be real. Uh, so it was six meters long. So that's longer. Six meters. Rel- so relative length, longer than a stretch limo. And it was Jesus at 70 Christ. kilometers an hour. Can you imagine driving 70 kilometers? So that, that means come. Jesus. Was traveling at 70 kilometers. That's a highway. I feel sorry for the girls he's fucking. Like, do you get internal <laughs> bruising from, like, oh he's like God. busting open condoms with this guy's semen oh and God, shit. That's so this is, true. This is a safety hazard. Imagine getting that in your eye, cat. That would, that you'd. I <laughs> I would actually lose an eye. Oh my god! You know Six what? Six meters. I might have to throw in a disclaimer the next time. Like, next time a guy's coming up my face, somebody like whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. What? How, how many German? kilometers an hour? <laughs> how many kilometers an hour does your cum travel? Before you that get is, that anywhere near my vital organs. I would love to know how they how they discovered this. Yeah, right? Like, that, as yeah. in, like, hey, did it accidentally happen one day? Yeah. Or in, like, how do they say you're the guy working? And uh, like Guinness World Records or something. <laughs> and you, you get, get a, a phone call. call. You're like, fuck. All right, fine. I have to watch a guy jerk off. Exactly, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine 
imagine him just this guy and then, and then just you, there with Guinness World Records yeah, exactly. just sitting there with their marking papers and their bloody ruler. He's got a, yeah, the guy that had to get the ruler out and like measure it to the and end. And he would have had to look, like they would have had to walk over That's to this so guy's funny. semen on the ground and get out their little Do you reckon stick? he does like do you know in the Olympics how they have what's that sport where they hold oh. the thing and they spin around and like throw like it? Like a javelin? Yeah, oh, kind of like javelin, but it's it's with a weighted ball. Oh. I feel what it's called. There's hammer a weight- throwing? Yeah, hammer throwing. Do you reckon when he does this, he like spins around first and then like ejaculates <laughs> like around at the end? <laughs> Just like a hip thrust at the end to like get some more momentum? Well, I mean, have I totally you, would. Have you ever I've like ejaculated tested. on a floor? No. Even? So guys, next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to measure. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. No, well, I mean, hey, I mean, if you're, if you are down for it, so, I mean, get, get your measuring stick out and try it out I, at home. I'm just thinking, I've obviously like come on a girl's back before. Yeah. But you're never aiming for distance no you're aiming down right? no yeah exactly you're like okay don't get this in the hair mm. that's what i'm thinking if i get this in the hair we're, we're in trouble that's what i'm thinking but i've never thought like i wonder how far <laughs> <laughs> i wonder oh, not- how far i could okay yeah. um yeah. i want to try and find i wonder if this guy has videos that we can let's get him on the podcast <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, special guests. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's find him. If yeah, anyone knows, if, if anyone f- knows him, or if anyone has an extremely long check. Oh yeah, if, yeah. If anyone has done let this, let us know. We're gonna get you, you on. If you try it at home and you're like, you know what, that was actually really far. Or we if you've ever you. been with a guy and just thought that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like that actually, that's that, my survey. That that. There's, did you punch me in the back of the head? No, sorry, I just came. If you've experienced that, write in. I wanna, I wanna yeah, I'm, that. I'm keen to hear about, about that. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's good on the Germans. Okay. That's, yeah, good on <laughs> Thank them. you for the sex fact, though. That was interesting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week. Next week, every week, Kat's going to have a sex fact for us. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll try to keep them as interesting as that one. That was, that <laughs> I know. Was I don't know how I'm going to live up to that one. but I'm never going to see limos the same again. Like, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you, this guy could be in the back of the limo, hit the driver, just straight up. <gasps> That's another safety That's hazard. That's impressive. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'll be training all week. All right. Um, well, I think that's it for this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, also, uh, yeah, if you are a male content creator, I am. I mean, I'm. Hey, I'm open to collaborating with other people as well. Now that I'm kind of in my <laughs> in my porn phase at the moment, um, I want to stress though that you must be a content creator. I do get a lot of <laughs> messages from random people being like, "Hey, let's make content," and I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" I'm that sorry, no, you're not getting free sex. Hey, I respect the grind, though. I respect the grind. These <laughs> guys like, "Hey, I just created a an OnlyFans. You want to like you, maybe create some content?" Yeah. So making a Twitter or a TikTok that morning does not make you a creator. You must that be, or like you have to have been working with other people that I can see. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, hey, if you're a male content creator, you don't have to be in Sydney. You can be wherever. I mean, hit me up. Maybe we can organize something. Um, yeah, and you can find me on OnlyFans and all of the socials at Cartia Cortez. That's Cartier with a J. <laughs> um, a confusing name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, perfect. If anyone has any questions as well, you can shoot me a message. Um, so email is marcus at orgasmicblisscoaching.com. So you can shoot us a message there. And um, awesome. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Uh, happy sex, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.